Jerry Crispin is a literal walking volume of recruiting history. Joel and I had an opportunity to sit down with Jerry for over an hour and a half to talk history, now, and future state. This is only the first in our Jerry Crispin series. Welcome to Jerry Tales. Enjoy, after a word from our sponsor. Okay, so you need candidates fast, and you're sick and tired of being nickeled and dimed to death. I totally get it. You should check out FlexPlan from Next. It's perfect for employers and staffing firms who are busy. They need candidates and flexible pricing now. FlexPlan is also perfect for recruitment ad agencies who need targeted distribution and tools to help demonstrate client ROI. If you're sick and tired of all the BS, hassle, and just want candidates now, check out Next and FlexPlan with over 70 million members. Next takes all of your jobs and puts each one in front of the best candidates and across their entire ecosystem. No muss, no fuss. Next does all the work and FlexPlan makes it cost effective. Check out everything Next has to offer at hiring.next.com. That's hiring.next.com. And if you like to save even more cash, just go to chadcheese.com, scroll down and click on the next logo, discounts aplenty. Remember, next with the double X, not the triple X. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. It's Jerry motherfucking Crispin. Friday afternoon with Jerry. Come on now, Jerry, what's up? I like that intro. I think that's a fabulous one. He's probably never heard it before. This is his first podcast. To it is. It's himself. close to my first podcast. Jerry, I think I think you should actually make it. I mean, you're, you're a standard in the industry. So therefore, from now on, you should ensure that whenever you are going to present or anything like that, and they're introducing you, it has to be... Give it up for Jerry motherfucking Crispin. I love that. I, I would like yeah, that, actually. I agree. That would be kind of neat. That's perfect for HR because they don't like to uh, play <laughs> well, it safe at this, all. This is not a podcast that plays it safe for any. any <laughs> no, no. That's that's why you're on, Jerry, because you don't play I by don't, the rules. I don't care about the rules anymore. I'm beyond them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting tattoos and jumping out of planes and shit. <laughs> Going to Burning Man. Uh, so a lot of our listeners believe believe it or not, don't know you, the name, whatever. So uh, I know you've done this a million times, but give us sort of the elevator pitch on you and then we'll get to the good stuff. And, and, and the fact is, most people don't know most people. I mean, just it's just the reality of it all. I, I will tell you that next month I will have graduated from college 50 years. Woo. So that will be the kind of cool thing about that. And I will tell you that every single year from the time I graduated, I was in some form of recruiting. I was in career services um, as a way of getting through graduate school. Mm -hmm. um, and and most recently, my last 20, 23 years with Career Crossroads, we've we've kind of pivoted a couple times. But the reality is I support a community of talent acquisition leaders who hire probably between two and three million uh, people a year. 
um, and and really focus in on my passion, which is what what is community? How do you really help each other uh, succeed? Not only for yourself, but but making commitments to other people as well. When did you send your first email, and when did you buy your first domain name? Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> That is cool. So My cool. first domain name that I bought was sure. No. Dot org. Yes. Wow. Yes. Which I then, which I then turned over to them. My second and uh, okay. my first.com was shaker.com, <laughs> which I then turned over to shaker. Our, our travel sponsors, by the way. Yes. Let's hear it for shaker recruitment marketing. I had an epiphany in uh, about 93, something in that mm-hmm. order, 93, 94. Things were just beginning to to heat up, in effect. And I went to, um, I went to my college, Stevens Institute of Technology, and had acquired them, if you will, as a client. And I was very proud of the fact that, you know, my, my, my alma mater was now a client. And one of my uh, friends who still was there was the head of uh, the library. And I went over to the library to tell him, you know, that I'm now a client, uh, you're now a client, da da da, da. And uh, he was in his office and he was turned away from his desk and he was pounding on this little old fashioned uh, Pentium, Pentium, you know, 286 or something like that. Uh-huh. And he goes, uh, just a second, Jerry. And then he turns around. And I said, well, what were you, what were you up to? He says, he says, I need a new research librarian. So, um, I'm, I'm hiring a research librarian. I said, oh, cool. I said, that fits my news. I, you know, you are now my client. I will be able to get, um, you know, the rec from, uh, from your HR department and I'll help put together an ad and get it into the newspaper. And he goes, oh, oh, I don't think so. I said, well, I said, I said, what, what do you mean? Why not? He says, well, I just, I just put that. I, I just was typing, uh, into a Usenet group and I sent it into this, uh, one that research librarians use. Uh-huh. And I said, I don't even, I don't even know what a Usenet group is. And just then his six minute fax machine began clacking and and after a few lines, you could see that it was a resume being sent to him. <laughs> what year was this? What, what year? What this year was, was it? This was 1993. And a fax machine, boys and girls. Is- yes. And 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 a light bulb went on in my head. And yeah, I said, that's about right. Oh, shit. I said, that's that's a loss to the New York Times this this Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and my commissions are gone from that, you know, and I'm going, holy shit. What would happen if everybody did stuff like that? Uh-huh. <laughs> so that was that was my first epiphany. And then, you know, Ward Crisman, right? Yeah. Well, Ward Crisman. Yeah. Was a um, a bulletin board guy back in that day uh-huh. and I, and somebody gave me his name yep. and I called him up and said, how do I get on this thing called the internet? And he, he was actually helpful in, in finding the two uh, addresses in New Jersey where I could publicly 
connect to the internet with my... Um, so you just had a local ISP. Yeah, local ISP. You, you had to have these rubber cups that you stuck on the edge of end of a phone uh, and it screeds, you know, back and forth in order to be able to do anything. And, uh, and obviously it, that was the beginning of that shit. So you weren't surprised by, you know, 97 ish when the job board revolution started. What do you remember about that? Time? I was writing books by then. Yeah. Yeah. For those who don't know, Jerry wrote books, these, <laughs> My these things with paper and a binding. And I made a living. I made a living selling paper books about the internet. And for God's Chad sake. and I both remember those books because at least at my company, they yeah. bought them for all the employees and passed it, passed it around. I know. And we, we sent the eSpan and job options. Yeah. We, we sent those with uh, when you, you rated us as a top job site mm-hmm. and Michael Forrest. Nation you know, job, if I recall. Uh, well, job options. Oh, yeah, job options. Michael right. Forrest, uh, who I know you, he loved you. And uh, yeah, we put yes. a sticker on it and sent it out to prospects and clients. Oh yeah, right. well, so did so did OCC. I mean, we were sending oh, that yeah. shit out all over the place. Yep i I used to call them up and um, review them. And the first book, which which was written in 1996, had 300 uh, websites and a few job boards uh, rank ordered. Uh, in a variety of different ways. Um, and we sold, uh, I gave a talk at uh, Sherm's National Conference in 1996 on HR and the internet. And in an hour after that, yes, true. Uh, it was the first time Sherm had ever done that. It was the first, my first national conference. Wow. Uh, speaking. And um, the, actually, the, the projector was like a ton it was a huge, monstrous thing that you had to play with. Oh yeah, and and I showed I showed slides of different ways that HR might change, mm-hmm. uh, given what was existing on the internet. And of course, the most advanced pieces were some of the job boards that were developing. Um, and literally two hours after my talk, we had sold five thousand books. <laughs> Holy shit! And Mark Mark Mailer. This was nineteen ninety. This wasn't an overhead projector, oh, was no, it? No, 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 no. This was on a big, huge, <laughs> monstrous table in the middle of the place, and mm-hmm. and you had to darken the entire room. I mean, it was really dark <laughs> in order to get some kind of visibility on the screen. Uh-huh. Um, so it was really awful, uh, and and obviously the very primitive looking um, screens. And I remember asking people. And this is June of 1996. How many of you have an email address? 25%. Higher than I would have thought. And I asked, how many of you have seen a page on the internet? About 10%. Uh And my comment after that was, when I'm done, if you're not ready to embrace this technology, you need to go find a different kind of profession. <laughs> or, you know, find another planet to live on because this thing's going to con- consume everything you fucking do. Yeah, but there were there were a lot of naysayers in those days. And from 96 to about 2000, uh-huh. you could have an argument, a strong argument with uh, folks who basically said this will never catch on uh, in, in the short run, that this will this will take decades to accomplish. And as a result, many of those uh, who were caught when 2000 turned to 2001 and uh-huh. all hell broke loose, yeah. you know, fundamentally, it, 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 um, it, it really did 
uh, cause a huge disruption right around that uh, the turn of the century. There are a lot of people saying we were right when 2001 recession hit and all these. Oh yeah, I had left um, <laughs> everything for Career Crossroads by then. Uh, but I, I remember spending every uh, every week, every two weeks or something like that, uh, Computer World would come out. Uh-huh. And when Computer World came out, <laughs> I looked at the ads and calculated the percentage of companies whose ads said, send us your resume via some ent- internet approach. Yeah. And, and the percentage was rapidly growing over the course of... 98, 99 to from 10% to probably 60 or 70%. So obviously people were doing something that was changing, yep. changing the game uh, in terms of that input. And you could, you, you knew that the output was then going to shift heavily towards, uh, towards the net uh, as a result. People were now engaged. If only, if only we oh, had geez. bought Amazon at four dollars <laughs> a share, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or Google, maybe I don't know. Well, no, Google wasn't no, not, around. Not there, yeah. uh, the reason why I could sell so many damn books was because the the search engines were the biggest choke point. You couldn't find stuff easily. Yeah. Yeah, you, you did have mm. to ha- have to understand how to use Boolean. <laughs> yep, yep. Hitting Alta Vista or where the fuck? <laughs> well, even Yahoo. And that's that's when Super Bowl ads made sense. Oh yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Keep an eye and ear out for more Jerry Tales coming soon. So wash out. This has been the Chat and Cheese Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts, so you don't miss a single show. And be sure to check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit chadcheese.com. Oh yeah, you're welcome. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.